lyrics. <laughs> Maybe, I'm guessing it's the chorus then. Oh. <laughs> great, great start already, Don't worry, it's gonna drop right now. <laughs> Here we go. It, it only took almost a minute to get to it, but you know we got there. <laughs> That's what happens when I don't listen to the sound cue before we start when doing do you the show. Listen? Never. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, obviously the the close second. Um... <laughs> But I had this one has this a long intro too. It's almost like a suicide song. <laughs> well, everybody hurts, so yeah, it's definitely uh yeah. <laughs> oh, there is oh, there's captions. I could have found got my way right to the all right. Look, we're just gonna pretend like we're starting all over again, Joe. Okay. Just kidding. No, take it away, Joe. Thank God. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is That Was Disappointing. I'm here. Well, I'm Lex. I'm here with Art. You've heard him. Oh, you suck. You've heard him bumbling along already. I will actually let him introduce uh, tonight's episode and guest since this was his idea this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We have returning guest, the lovely Kelly. Hello. And we have brand new to the show, a friend from uh, Joe's uh, BBJ. It's Dr. James. Dr. James, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. And I hope we can call you Dr. James, because that's what we're probably going to do. You could just call me James, but that's fine. Whatever you guys like. <laughs> then I'd say you're the first doctor who hasn't gone out of their way to correct somebody for not using the title. Uh, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you for being here. And uh, thank you in advance for being a good sport, because shit gets douchey real quick around here. So. <laughs> oh hey joe joe calm down uh yeah so we're here to talk about aches and pains it is a thing that happens to everybody some earlier than others but it does happen to everybody at some point no matter how righteous and healthy you live isn't that right james oh yeah yeah it's happened to me already i've just been doing this for like what maybe five months and i've had a lot of little things come up it's a little scary from my perspective, just because, you know, as a surgeon, I worry about certain things happening, like hand injuries and stuff like that. But uh, I haven't been taken out from the job, so it's been all good so far. Uh, at least you have something to worry about because you're you're studying in a martial arts sport that, uh, you know, at least there's a reason. Uh, the rest of us yokels uh, just live and shit breaks down and we wonder what happened along the way. And that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, somewhere around the age of 40 to 41, um, some sort of invisible switch gets ticked and all of a sudden you cannot sleep without your back hurting, can't move without at least one joint cracking. It's just great. It's just great. And that's why I'm glad. And I know a lady should not reveal their age. You know, you should not ask a lady their age. But, you know, we are all north of 40. So, I mean, you know, this is something that we're Spoiler all... Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is something that we're all dealing with now um you know i know i feel 
old as dust at times. And uh, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's good to know. It's just going to get much, much worse from here as the years go on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now that we've primed you with all of our positivity. (laughs) 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 Uh, Honestly, this was uh, yes. Joe was uh, telling the truth when this is sort of my brainchild because I just woke up um earlier this week and was like fuck my back hurts everything hurts and we also have to figure out what we're going to talk about this week hey joe how about we talk about pain and he said sure so here we are to do that uh so i guess i'll uh get it started you know sorry i'm just gonna jump back and say that uh you know in terms of what we used to do i'm gonna talk about what i'm drinking which is uh this woodward reserve double oaked Oh, uh, Kentucky bourbon. So that's what I've got. I have a feeling I'm probably the only person drinking tonight. So um, that that I'm that's about cool. to run out and grab a Dr Pepper if that counts. <laughs> hey, Dr Pepper. It'll be the Unfortunately, no, I'm not drinking alcohol right now. I will be later tonight, but not now because I have to. Once we're done here, I have to hop back and continue working. So. What you'd never work with a couple a couple drinks in you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your little chortles say everything. I uh, plead the fifth. Yes, what about I work you, in the legal Not tonight. Not tonight. I'll probably have old fashioned tomorrow, though. Have you, ever, have you ever drank and surgeoned? <laughs> he, <can't. laughs> he most he most certainly You're would right. say no, and he most certainly would never admit it on a platform as bullshit as this for sure. <laughs> that's the that's the fastest way to make sure that all he's doing is cleaning bedpans. My God, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so let's let's start off with uh, uh, yeah, you know, let's uh, jokingly I will say, what is your favorite pain to complain yeah. about? <laughs> So my favorite pain to complain about is I am a person who has lived with chronic back issues all my life. I have a degenerative spine thing, but uh, it's also I I have a very sedentary desk-based job. I'm fat and I'm lazy. So everything is just a big old cauldron soup in the direction of having a bad back. And for me, it's the, I don't know what it's called, but it's like the band of muscle right in the middle right in the middle it's below the shoulders but above your your hips and it's just like that's a part of my back that it feels like granite <laughs> and it's like interesting because i i don't i'm not sitting there trying to to um i'm not trying to i don't know brag or or anything on this sort of stuff it's a weird brag is what people would say but it's like i've had multiple massage therapists and uh get in and really be astounded at how hard my back is when they try to work on it and i've had a one of those rub and tug places oh of course well you know the problem is they're just not they're not certified so they don't even know how to how to deliver a proper massage therapy uh but i've had even one of these guys who was uh he worked at a chiropractor's office and he did medical massage and he brought out this shit that looked like a fucking uh looked like a fucking klingon bat lift except it was dull and he was using that to try to massage my back and he was getting up on the wall with his feet and using his elbow to dig in it wasn't phasing mm-hmm. me at all so that's my favorite pain to complain about is this band of muscle that just won't let up in my back 
Uh, Joe, what about you? Um, you are definitely not a healthy person by all measures. I'm really not. So yeah, uh, you've got to have something or two that hurts. Honest with you. What's that? <laughs> you say you're surprised. I, I, I don't even know how I'm still here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but I, um, I would say, and uh, <laughs> go ahead and get ready to play the drop art, BBJ. Um, BBJ. Would, thank you. I would say that my favorite pain to complain, you know, to to how'd you word it to like slash complain about you know well, your you, favorite yeah your favorite to complain about yeah yeah you know i find myself often you know laying in bed um you know i'm one of those belly sleepers so you know i'll, I'll be laying and you know playing with my phone or something no go on, on. <laughs> but um but I, but I find that the way I lay on my elbow at times that it really, you know, my entire arm goes numb. And I'm not going to lie. I know that this started, you know, within the past two years, which lines up with my jiu-jitsu journey. And so, you know, there's been plenty, you know, just like, just like, just like James mentioned, wanting to be careful with his profession and such and, you know, not getting hurt. It's, uh, you know, I realize that there's, that shit can happen out on the mat. And I'm sure that there's been, you know, plenty of times where, you know, I'm one of those people that I always, you know, I try to tap the pressure uh, because I don't want, <laughs> because I'm an older guy and I don't want to break anything, but you know, there's times where I am stubborn or something is held a little bit too, too long, whatever it might be. And, you know, my, my body's not what it used to be. And so the fact that my, that I do have these aches, in my arms and such. I know it's jujitsu related, but at the same time, I wear it like a badge of honor, if that makes sense, because it makes me feel alive. And it's, uh, you know, it's better than somebody complaining about their their back art. <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Who's next? Kelly? James? Uh -huh. Let James go first. Oh, passing the buck. I, you know, I love it. I, I used to have chronic back pain and um, I started doing deadlifts with very lightweight just for the purpose of trying to strengthen my back. And, and it actually got better. And I just kept kind of going with it. So um, for me, it's just been one thing after another, as far as these random jujitsu related injuries. And um, it, it's a lot of times it's my own fault for just being stupid, for just, you know, not wanting to tap soon enough. And I think that early on, it, you don't really get it. And it's like, oh, I don't want to tap too quickly. But now I'm barely starting to learn, okay, as soon as someone locks me in a position, okay, I'm just going to tap. Instead of me trying to fight through it, it's just not worth it. I come home and my wife's like, another black eye, another, <laughs> another whatever. Well, it's like, I didn't have to have that happen. <laughs> <laughs> like Fight Club, you know? There it is. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. I know, I'm not supposed to talk about it. I'm breaking the rules. Right, right. Uh, I don't know if I have any... Just you don't have a favorite pain, Kelly? Not really. Not a favorite one. I mean, the I guess the one that's been the topic of conversation for the last three years has been my knee because I tore the ACL in half and off the bone from my ski accident. So, you know, where my doctor said, oh, yeah, we'll do the surgery and you'll you, you know, recovery should be eh, six to nine months and you should be, you know, back on your feet, ready to go three years later. 
because of my age, also because of the pandemic that also set me back. And I had to have a second surgery because of the pandemic from the first surgery. So that did set me back. But now finally this year, it's back to normal. It sounds like snap, crackle and pop, but it's, it doesn't really hurt anymore. Um, as long as I keep up my lower body workouts to keep everything else strong, then he's just fine now. So I'm grateful, but that was all I talked about for three years. My knee, my knee. So. <laughs> Instead of snap, crackle, pop, you should have said it's great. <laughs> I feel like that's how this episode is going. <laughs> you know, on the topic of back pain, I did have a question, and I'm glad that we do have a doctor joining us here this evening. Um, have any of you heard of Dr. Sarno? No, that sounds yeah. like a made up name. No, it's not. It's S A R N O, Dr. Sarno. And oh, why didn't you say? I thought you said Sardo. Yeah, Sarno sounds perfect. Sourdough. Sourdough. <laughs> no, Dr. Sarno was a, a well, uh, I think he just passed away a couple of years ago, was a well uh, respected doctor. I want to say up in the Northeast area, maybe New York, but he. The, the reason I came to know about him was because Howard Stern talked about him all the time. And I used to be a big Howard Stern fan. And the thing is, is that whenever anyone on the show complained about back pain, he would, Howard Stern would immediately recommend Dr. Sarno's book, which I could look up here, but that would just bore us all. But it, basically it was more of a mind over matter thing. He was of the mindset that a lot of back pain can be. Oh, yes. I have this guy's book. Okay. Guess what? It was given to me. It was given to me before I had my surgery. And I'm 110% glad I had my surgery because this book wouldn't have fucking done a thing. Because I'll tell you what, the disc was completely obliterated and it completely blocked the left sciatic nerve. So there was no way that mental acuity or thoughts and prayers or whatever you want to fucking call it would suddenly will that dried bit of disc back into the shape it should be to relieve the pain that was the worst fucking thing next to sawing my head off. All right. So end of, end of soapbox. <laughs> so, so my question, and usually uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, James, uh, usually the person who is asking the question answers first but art decided to go out of order here uh because he said that that dr sarno must be bullshit i will hold the contrarian opinion just to piss off art and say that hey, there is a such thing as mind over matter after all talk of you know let's think about placebo effect you know mm -hmm. it, it it does happen at times not to say it's the same thing here but there is something to say for that or you know <sighs> You know, medicine doesn't answer. Uh, hmm, uh, I don't want to say that with a doctor here. <laughs> but, yeah. No, no, go ahead, Joe. There, there just, is a there is, a, there is a brain body connection. Thank and that's you. why Thank that's you. why a lot of people, especially a lot of athletes, their coaches will have them do a visualization exercise because even though your muscles aren't doing and they used to train Olympic athletes like this, too, they would have them run the race in their mind. And sometimes the mind doesn't know the difference of you actually doing it or not doing it. I mean, doing it physically or not doing it. The mind just like, okay, we're running a race right now. So it's a, it's a specific 
um, visualization technique that you can do. My coach did it with us before we took the f- floor for competition at the World Baton Championships, and we ended up winning the gold medal because she had mm-hmm. us go through the whole eight minutes, throw the baton up, spin around, visualize it coming back down in your hand so you catch it, right? So it's effective. So it, it sounds like you also, you know, I, I don't, so Kelly, are you saying then that you could see where something like a book like this, you know, even about back pain could possibly be a tool. It could be a tool, put it that way. It can be a tool. Now, as I was saying, you know, he had complete obliteration of an actual piece, physical piece of something. Now the brain having the ability to just visualize that disc coming back, not possible. Right. Um, But in terms of how much pain he's in um, or his just psychology of, oh, woe is me. If you're sitting there like a grump, like, fuck my life because I'm in pain. Now, I'm not saying people who have chronic pain that this applies to them because some people who are in chronic pain, it's pretty debilitating, right? But your mindset also in terms of, you know, okay, yeah, I'm having, I'm going through this. This is a chapter in my life. I'm going to make the best of it. As shitty as the situation can be. So sometimes your mind can help to a point. It's a tool. Yeah, was. <laughs> 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 to, to put a to put a finer point on it, uh, I don't disregard what he says. I also didn't read the book. I didn't. Ah! Buy- <laughs> so, so how the fuck can you say anything? <laughs> oh, because uh, well, I can tell you, I read enough synopsis and summaries that there's a difference between there's a, there's a difference between having a pain that is just a, a generic pain just a sense of malaise, whatever, like there's something wrong. And then there's something else where it's rooted in actual scientific imaging and measurable statistics. So for example, it, I would, this is extreme example. I know it's a terrible way to, to use it as a logical fallacy, but it would be like saying, I just had my leg cut off. Like literally a chainsaw took my leg off. And this guy has a book that says, don't worry, you can get your leg back and it's fine. It's like, no, you better get a fucking needle and thread and, you know, a 20 hour surgery to figure this shit out because there is a limit. So I think that there's probably a lot. I think for the everyday person who carries stress in their back, who has bad posture and there's a lot of internally generated issues. Sure, I'm sure this guy's book would be great. I'm sure he would talk about how to feel better, how to stand better, how to breathe better, just how to feel better and relieve that inner tension that's inside that manifests in these different ways. Mm. But in an actual medical emergency situation, then I don't think that this would work. Now, again, this was given to me by somebody, uh, a friend at the time who didn't know shit from Shinola. And so I don't fault them for that. You know, nobody knew how bad the back was until we got in that MRI and the doctors were like, well, fuck. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, so I would say that for me, this wouldn't have worked. But in general, who knows? Maybe this guy had something going on. So maybe one day I'll read the book. But let's go to the real doctor in the panel here. I was going to say, I don't know if a tummy doctor uh can talk about that you make him sound like medical school you make him sound like he does like in cosmetic surgery he's yeah, a tummy not doctor. a plastic surgeon not a, not a orthopedic <laughs> surgeon either though um so i mean i deal with patients that have a lot of chronic pain issues um i do think that pain is is a very subjective thing but i think the first most important thing to understand is what's driving the pain 
because if there is some real anatomical problem, you know, mind control isn't going to fix that anatomical problem. So if someone has a herniated disc, well, that's something that can be temporary as the disc gets reabsorbed over time. But if you actually have, and that's pushing on a nerve, that could cause really bad pain. You know, medication could treat that um, to get you over it. But I guess technically, if you didn't have medication and you just waited it out with time, it could get better. And the way that you look at pain and the way that you react to it definitely could have a positive or negative output or uh, outlook on how you do. But if there's something really messed up and you need to have surgery, I mean, there's, there's nothing that your mind could do to get you over that. I do think that as you're waiting to have the surgery or when you're recovering from surgery with respect to pain, the way that you look at it and the way that you react to it is I think very important. And many people I see very different outcomes based on the same exact operation. One person could have, you know, a really different experience just based on how they look at, you know, the whole process. So it's your mind has, it's very powerful, but you can't fix, you know, anatomical defects with your mind. It just is what it is, you know. Uh, Joe, you missed a very wide open door that I realized I left for you. In, in even my own admission about what this guy says and stuff, you should have then deferred to my very first topic about the pain I love to bitch about, which is just clearly it's muscle-based, and it very well could be that I'm carrying some sort of emotional strain, and it's manifesting in my back, and then I could read this guy's book, and maybe that'll make my favorite pain go away. But you missed that opportunity, Joe, so I'm not going to give it to you. You Did know what I recommend to you? I done fucked it up. Do you know what I recommend for you are? Oh, yeah, kid. Wait for it. Wait for it. Yeah. BBJ. <laughs> or fish and chips. <laughs> not that bullshit, uh, not that bullshit weapon martial art that you were doing and then you will stay out from doing. What? <laughs> That was a great description you offered. (laughs) A weapon martial art. I just want to, I'm just going to let him try to describe it as best as he can. I don't know. He, he had like a stick or something. (laughs) (laughs) All all you think about 23 minutes in and James is going, what did I agree to? Chicken in the morning, chicken in the evening, chicken at supper time. Or wait, is that? No, it's. Pizza in the morning. Oh my god, I just fucked up myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I, I am not too smart. Well, one of our illustrious guests, might you have a topic? I will let James go first. A topic? Anything you'd like to talk about? Any, talking about? Any, any pain related things you'd like to oh. discuss? All right, this was your baby. Well, you can have a you can have a second. Well, I like to give people a chance to have things to so say, this Joe. Is you, this is you being a bitch and, and, and not having a second topic. Uh, let <laughs> me ask you as a surgeon, could you could you uh, do a lexendectomy and just cut <laughs> this fucking guy out of me? <laughs> that Remove be too him hard. from the show? <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, yeah. fine. Fine. What is one pain that you are tired of hearing people bitch about? I'll go first. I'm tired of hearing Joe bitch about me. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> it, it manifests, buddy. It manifests. I'm too sympathetic. I mean, if somebody's got, you know, a 
something that's bothering them, you know, I'm like, oh, well, hopefully you're going to get taken care of. I would, uh, you know what? Sorry. Let me, let me, (laughs) okay. Let me amend this because that's, uh, that would sound too cruel for us to go down that pathway. What about what, what sort of pain can you just not help but find funny? You know, um, whatever that means to you. So, uh, for me, stubbing a toe, it's one of those things that's, it's, everybody understands it. You didn't, you won't want it to happen to yourself, but if you see somebody else do it, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I got one. Okay. Um, this is just hilarious when guys fall on, fall on their balls. Oh, that's yeah. Well, I guess you would find it hilarious. Sometimes you don't even have to fall. You just have to sit wrong. No, I mean, you want, I, I watch so many videos on, you know, Instagram, um, you know, of guys, you know, doing stupid things like skateboarders, you know, when oh, they're yeah. trying to skate on a rail and the skateboard goes off from under and they, you know, right in the hoof, hoof, but I can't help but laugh. You know, I found a not safe for work funny clip recently. Yes. Porn, porn related, obviously, with two little people punching a guy in the balls. Um, so do you want to, do you want to send me that link? I'm sure it's got sure. good audio. Flitters <laughs> <laughs> kinks for, for everything. What can I say? Yeah, man. Um, I, you know, I, I just, I just had an answer and all, all I can think about is that clip now. Um, uh, yeah, I have a topic whenever we're ready for another topic. Well, well James still has to answer it and I've answered too, oh, yeah. but I promise we will get to your topic next. James, what uh, what aches and pains as a doctor do you find funny? <laughs> I, think it, I think it's the ones that, that I randomly experience while I'm like at the least opportune time. Like sometimes I'll do a hard workout in the morning. And I'll just be sitting there talking to a patient. All of a sudden, my hamstring will like lock up on me in the middle of the conversation. And they're like, whoa, are you okay? And I'm like, uh-uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm trying to talk my way through it. And it's just embarrassing because my whole hamstring's just like Charlie horse at like the most random time. Oh. So, yeah. I'll laugh I, at myself. Sounds like you need some sodium. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah is, it a, is it potassium? Yeah. yeah. Potassium. Have a potassium. banana. Yeah. Eat potassium. a banana. That's right. Or salt. Depends <laughs> on what you were doing. Who right. knows? That's Actually, right. I want to interject and ask Dr. James here, uh, the little little hack that I found out about that I use, because ever since my surgery, one of the side effects is I have these fucking gnarly cramps that will just come out of nowhere on my left leg because that's the affected leg. So I used to carry packs of mustard because when a cramp would start, I would rip it open, shoot the whole pack of mustard or a tablespoon of mustard, stopped it right away. And I read somewhere because it does something like the the bitter or the sharpness of it interrupt some sort of nerve signal flow or something that's firing by accident yeah, i don't know, I don't know no. about that one man that sounds like homeopathic stuff it fucking work though i'll tell you what take a shot of mustard or hot sauce either of those will stop your wow. cramp right away well i will yeah. answer this real quick just because kelly has it as a topic as well but i was but i was just going to say and i'm going to piss a whole lot of other people off with my answer including perhaps some of you if you have ever dealt with this but i find the idea of kidney stones Oh, that's really horrible. Funny. <laughs> it's not funny. That's horrible. Now, I've, I've never had one, but I've known. That's exactly why, because I've never had them. So oh, I hear so. they're <laughs> fucking terrible. I hear they're really bad. They are. 
I actually read a story about a guy, this is probably back in 17, 17, 1800s who like had, had recurring ones. And he literally, he literally, the, the last time he dealt with it, he literally dug in with some kind of scalp or something else and pulled them out himself. No, uh, no, you know, I was going to say no, from where no, no, Egypt no. Or, or anything else. I, I'm not exactly sure. I, I can't remember all the details. I mean, I don't know how you could cut into your kidney and do that. No, I mean, no, it, no, it's no. no. I, I oh, look at that, Doctor James debunking urban myths. <laughs> no, <laughs> <didn't happen. laughs> oh, yeah, the, the kidneys don't get stuck in the ureter, and, and yeah. when it's stuck that's in the ureter, that's you can't, you can't get to it. You can't get to it that, yourself unless you, you know where you're going. Cystoscopy. They have to put a scope up. They have to pass a stent up. Sometimes they'll break up the stones with shockwave lithotripsy, but it's not, you can't get to a stone like that. Yeah. See Joe? Oh, my, my, <laughs> <laughs> right. my sister passes them quite often. She has severe kidney disease from both of her mm. pregnancies. And so she has a lot of kidney stones. And so she's passed a lot at home and she's had to go to the hospital to, to pass a lot there too. Yeah, so it's a chronic thing with her. This yeah. podcast, does she? She does not. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to say I because about it and it's fine. <laughs> I thought you said because we cause kidney stones is what you're going to say, but okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kelly, um, well, I was going to ask what, or uh, I don't even know how to phrase this. It just popped into my head. Idea. Um, not nine inches. Oh, oh, hold on. Wait, a, uh, I'm I'm getting the, the question here. The envelope says, what does Joe wish he had? Ah, got it. Um, I was going to say, how often do you guys Google something that you think you have and then go down that Google rabbit hole? Ah. <laughs> oh, this will be something that makes our resident doctor really, he'll, 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 this will probably be triggering is what it is. It's like, mm -hmm. There's too many motherfuckers who come into my my office who already did the research and already know what I need to do. Art, art. <laughs> Gehrig, right? Oh my god. Say, uh, but go ahead, Kelly. Oh first. my god, yes. Uh, so yes, if I like have a bump or something like that, or symptoms that I, you know, whereas right now at my advanced age, like my just the joints here of my index fingers like when i try to open something i'm like what is happening but uh when i speaking of my knee surgery um i had my mri the day before new year's and so i couldn't go back for two days to talk to my doctor to go over the results but the the mri technician gave me the, the images so i spent all of new year's day looking at my images and comparing them to youtube videos of other <laughs> ACL injury. Wow, MRIs. you went in on it. And so I went in the day I saw him and I said, okay, I think I know what's wrong. <laughs> and he goes, all right, what do you think? And that started off a three-year lovely relationship with my doctor who anytime something happens, I walk in, he'll go, all right, what's wrong with you? Because <laughs> mm -hmm. he knows I've already researched it stuff too. And because I was able to compare the images, I could tell that my ACL had completely torn in half, ripped off the bone and was folded forward under my kneecap because you could clearly wow. see it on the MRI. But I had to compare it to healthy MRI images before I could realize where mine actually was in my own MRI image. So, oh, yes. my goodness. Well, let's go with let's go with James next, just because he's answered last last few times. So go ahead, James. Um. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that 
the most frustrating thing that happens for me is I get a number of patients that come in with references to what they found online. And there's a lot of bad information. Um, last encounter I could think of is there's this patient that had a really bad infected gallbladder that was on the verge of like being gangrenous, like dead. And the wife said, well, Dr. Berg says that he oh, needs his gallbladder and you shouldn't take it out. And I was like, I don't know who Dr. Berg is, but his gallbladder is so infected. If it stays in, he's going to become septic and we need to remove it. And, and I look up and Dr. Berg is like some random chiropractor. Yeah. Ah, he, even he has a, a huge doctor. following too. Yeah. The man about bones. All these followers who are like listening to this bull crap. It's like crazy. It's like so much bad information that's out there. And people think because someone makes a video and they have followers that they have some type of, you know, expertise, man. Yeah some type of expertise, but they have none. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's a lot of bad information out there. <laughs> Dr. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, believe it or not, he's a cardiac surgeon. Well, I'm oh, sure he yeah. was. Wow. Some, I'm sure he was at some point. I feel like he's just become a pill shill for a while, but You're you know, yeah. about he's an expert on everything now. He's an expert on keto pills from raspberries or whatever the fuck it is. And also it's how to be a congressman. Crazy. Of care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he ran for he ran to, in Pennsylvania, didn't he? Where he doesn't even live. Uh, I, I, I was going to say Doctor Phil, who's who's you know I realize it is you know it's not a surgery, but 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 he's not even a doctor, you know. You, you it's know, a not PhD. A, I think. Uh, I think he's a PhD. I think I so. Think, he's not hey, an anybody. Doctor. Anybody who wants to write a thesis and can defend it, you can get that piece of paper. Yeah. My dad always. You know, credit to my old man. Uh, one of the sayings that he told me about PhDs, no offense, piled high deeply. <laughs> well, don't worry. None of us here have a PhD. We have one doctor and they have a medical degree, so it's okay. <laughs> Hello? So how are you doing overall? What's what your this? question? Oh, wow, dude. Holy shit. This is a huge Dr. Phil soundboard. I could literally <laughs> do an entire conversation with him oh, wow. right now. Do you have the one where he says, you need to get real, real quick. You oh. yeah, that one? That's a good one. Like that one. <laughs> you need to get real, real quick. Well, You're a bitch. Well, oh, nope. <laughs> you don't have the right to do that. That's a load of crap. This is a big deal. I don't care about you. Can I please answer the question, Art? Whatever. <laughs> no. That's appropriate. All right. So I was just going to say that I used to be, you know, I joked, I, I showed Art my hand shaking because I used to be a really bad hypochondriac. Um, I don't know what I was dealing with when I first graduated college, but I was just all fucked up in the head. It was it, it, probably to do with my with my parents' health issues, too. But I was convinced that I had some kind of nerve disease. Like, like I would literally, as a joke with art, I would literally show show my hand and say, "Does it look like it's shaking to you?" And it was like, "Oh, <laughs> dude, how yeah. bad I used to be." And um, you know, I can laugh about it now. But at the time, I was like, "Oh, um, I'm having a heart attack. I'm having this or that." And it just you you read these things, and it just it, you go down a rabbit hole. And, you, you you know, it's like, you know, you mentioned, James, about, you know, your the, the patient that you spoke with, you know, perhaps going 
septic or something like that. If you, you know, and you know, it's these books, you know, just because my dad used to have one of those medical books that, you know, this was pre WebMD days, but, but like, you know, literally you could die from a paper cut because, you know, oh, you know, you, you don't get it like, like the care it needs. It goes septic, you know, everything else. And then next thing, you know, you're dead, <laughs> you know? So, so I, I think that's a lot of, the reason why I was as bad a hypochondriac as I am, I don't believe in going down these rabbit holes whatsoever because I know what it did to me. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, I have enough anxiety as is. I don't need that in my life as well. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. Fuck you, Dr. Phil. <laughs> I'm trying to find what you're talking about. The closest I, uh, let's see. Um, oh, hold on a second. Is this uh, is th is this it? Let's get real. If we're going to be real, let's be real. It's close. Oh, <laughs> you know, I may have taken it off of a parody of him. I, I tell you what, dude. There, there, there's a lot of. Apparently, he has said a lot of shit that's bite worthy because I've never seen a soundboard as populous as his. That was one of <laughs> his. Pop flaw. That was one of the reasons why he was popular because of his like one line zingers, I guess. A whore. Well, wow. trust me, I got something for all occasions here, so I'm going to bookmark all these. Um, uh, whose turn is it? Yours. It is your turn, Art. What were and we talking about? My skit. Have you ever Googled anything and gone down a rabbit oh, hole? Oh, because all you the time. Something. All yes. the time. But I don't go as crazy as Joe did. But for me, it was uh, it, it really started with, um, I think the very first time I did it, was when I I and I always end up finding what I have, so I actually kind of go far enough and then I stop. So mm -hmm. the very first time I did it was uh, when I discovered I had uh, bilateral inguinal hernias. Oh. Um, so I was like, oh, so that's what that is. Then I uh, found out that I did have that um, profoundly bad uh, sciatica from the the disc. And then it was uh, the last time I really did it was when I found out I had what I call one of my editor injuries. It's, it's so funny. Office related injuries. Are, I feel like such a jackass when I say them. But it was a uh, DeQuarvin's syndrome in one hand because like the tendon was all fucked up. And yeah, that's what I saw online. I was like, but I didn't say anything. Went to my doctor, said, what is this? Did this? And he says, oh, it's DeQuarvin's. I'm like, ah, I was right. I knew it. And um <laughs> And now I actually have another one that I'm dealing with, uh, another editor's injury that I thought was tennis elbow, but now I'm starting to think it's actually further up and it's probably more back related because I do have a degenerative spine. So I think it's actually a nerve issue in my neck uh, because it's doing a bunch of other shit that uh, tennis elbow wouldn't do. So I have uh, tennis elbow currently. No, yay. It's, you know what? Those little straps don't do shit for me, period. Nope. I, I don't, I, they I'm did like for like a week after that, didn't do a thing at all. Yeah, um, instead it just makes those, it worse but, yeah. but uh yeah so anyway i i don't go down the super rabbit hole of like wondering oh my god do i have some sort of strange rare form of cancer that only afflicts 0.00 of the population but uh but i i use it as a tool and i i know that earlier on in life i wasn't as bad of a hypochondriac as joe but i was one and i learned from my own missteps to uh not try to know too much when it comes to that so let the doctors do what the doctors do 
I just try to find out enough. Um, and I've built in a defense where if I start getting scared, I stop reading. And uh, there you go. Okay. That, that's what I do. I let the doctors give me the bad news. So that's why we're paying them six figures plus. You tell me the bad news. I want you to carry that emotional baggage, not me. So <laughs> what do you say, Art? You think it's time? Oh, yeah. Ah, 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 I'm dropping. Lex load. Yay, yay. So I did. I just love watching James's face as, <laughs> as he's just like, as he's getting further. He, we have an actual professional in our midst, and he's just like, well, "What the fuck am I doing here?" <laughs> this is not going on his LinkedIn page. Uh, I don't have a good poker face. My apologies. People tell me that all the time. <laughs> I was worried. I didn't actually know what to what to look up this episode, but I did think it might be fun just to uh, just to Google some amazing facts about the human body, specifically shit that I didn't know. Uh, for one, this blew my mind right here. If a human being's DNA was to be uncoiled, it would stretch 10 billion miles. That's from Earth to Pluto and back. That's insane. Like, I can't even wrap my mind around that um there are more bacteria in a human mouth than there are people in the world uh within three days of dying the enzymes that digest a person's food will will begin to digest that person's body pleasant dreams Hmm. um the same skin cells that make up a human vagina are the same type of cells that are in a human mouth Uh, let's see bone is five times stronger than a steel bar of the same width but it is brittle and can fracture on impact obviously uh the body so it's not as strong oh yeah hold on (laughs) i gotta do the sound effects he's on (laughs) thanks for your call uh semen uh just because i i mentioned human vaginas let's talk about the semen normally contain about one to eight billion sperm per fluid ounces um this one was kind of gross the average human produces twenty-five thousand quarts of saliva in a lifetime Ooh. enough to fill swimming pools uh a few more now and then i'll gracefully end this uh, the human brain uses just as much power as a 10-watt light bulb. Uh, oh, speaking of which, you, you, you know what? That's a good, uh, that's a good s- segue because I didn't really know how, how, to, stop that, uh, how to stop that list. But um, a good recommendation for um, just some crazy shit out there. There's a subreddit called r slash radiology. And, you know, it's, I, I don't know how they get away with this. I'm guessing it's because they don't actually post, like, the PII, the people's whose films that they put on there. But it's all kinds of crazy shit that people see in the hospital when they post it, you know, of course, without names or anything else, but just to show what they deal with. And uh, it's always sobering when they share, like, a CT of a person who's brain dead or something like that. But it's, but but at the same time, it's so... It's so crazy just to look at the inner workings of the human body, just to see 
the amount of bad shit out there that can kill you. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's very sobering. Yes, Art. Do they ever show pictures of an x-ray with a G.I. Joe figure, like, floating in the abdomen? There have been quite a few times where mm. they show something shoved up a person's ass. Yes, they have. Uh, and uh, A lot of shampoo bottles. Well, I mean... Is that something you've had to pull out, James? I can't say, but I'll just say... <laughs> The HIPAA violation. Let me let me let me let me put it this way. Well, HIPAA, if only the person, if the, I think a direct person's involved, but uh, let me put it this way. Um, how, how would you feel if you had to pull a shampoo bottle out of somebody's orifice? Um, so so sometimes people need surgery for it if the object is too large and it just will not come down. Shut up, Joe. So, Sometimes you actually have to go in and remove it, which is very messy and it's not fun. Oh, yay. Yeah. Not fun for anybody. Nope. No, no. Well, that's why they're professionals. You know, they handle this kind of stuff. I think the craziest thing that um, this was during residency, there was a softball incident. Wait, hold on. Just, I want to be clear. Are you saying softball in terms of? the the yes. item or softball in terms of like the activity the okay so the item because when you say softball incident i was trying to figure out how could somebody while playing softball perhaps get it lodged but they fell on it ball of yes. course oh Perfect. so that is the number one excuse right oh i as it goes back to that eminem song oh you trip fell landed on his dick so oh you just trip fell and landed on a softball and it went into your colon somehow yeah yeah it it has to suck for that one person who actually does trip and fall on on something just because no one will ever believe them. True story. Moment of silence for those who actually do fall on things, such as myself. And that is this week's Lex Load. Yay, yay! Wrong song. Ah, 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 Lex Load. Ah, yeah. You know what? Get over it. Nobody really cares. Ah, wow. That was uh, quite a time we had about aches and pains. Um, I thought we were going to list all of our aches and pains that we currently are experiencing. Well, you know what? Let's make that our lightning round closeout. Kelly, why don't you tell us everything you are experiencing that are aches and paining you? My hip flexors are killing me because I sit too long for work. I currently have tennis elbow. My joints on my index fingers are bothering me. My left shoulder is starting to bother me because I sleep on it wrong. Uh, my knee snap crackles and pops. I sometimes get cramps in my calves. Sometimes my toes will start to curl and go different angles. Okay, this um, isn't a contest. Good God. That's it. James? Uh, I got a little joint pain. That's it right now. I got over some rib pain, back issue, shoulder issue. That's getting better, but I, I have it in stages. But right now, it's just a little finger pain. Nothing. Oh, big. good for you. You have hairy palms. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what about you? That? What do you got? 
Me? Um, well, other than other than the the aforementioned arm issues, uh, lower back pain, and that's it. I, I I feel like I get off pretty lucky in this regard. I feel like the bionic man at times for my age. So you know, probably just jinxing myself, but uh, I'm uh, I've been fortunate. What about I'm the you? old one here? That's so. bullshit. Uh, well, I uh, my right knee crackles, my left ankle pops, my my lower and mid back is just a a slate of some sort of Paleolithic stone. My right elbow, forearm, hand, and shoulder are all sorts of fucked. And other than that, I'm okay. Oh, I'm also morbidly obese, so there's that. Um, but uh, you know, my oh, good heart- for you. Hold on. <laughs> oh, good for you. Other than that, I think my heart's probably only got I don't know, maybe like another I don't know, twenty thousand beats left in it. But hey, <gasps> these are the that. these are the cards you draw, right? As you long as mine. Fix that art. Hello, as long as mine holds down, I'm going to get my black belt. Don't die. No, you're not going to get your black belt, Joe. Just stop thinking that. Just stop. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. I almost signed off without going into uh, the mailbag. Because guess what? (laughs) We have some mail. Wait, where the fuck did I put that sound? Awesome. Uh It took us three years to start getting mail. Is Ghost challenging me to a fight? Maybe. (laughs) Wait, where the fuck are you? Oh, oh, I put it on the first page. Ah, (laughs) there. (laughs) <laughs> wait where is it oh my god this is the this is literally the worst i've ever done i can't find what i put <laughs> you have an edible no not yet <laughs> well we'll just keep talking while he works ah, i will there say it is. i found it all right into the mailbag mail motherfucker okay uh this is coming from again i have not read this so we'll see last time this went so fantastically well as i could barely speak talk shit about me the entire time i know it's it's wonderful oh and he starts off with you too uh so (laughs) the 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 title of this email is global boiling let me just address brazilian jiu-jitsu that's a good nickname Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu's comments at the end to get out of the way before I comment on global warming. I'm sorry, Art, that you may be subject to sitting through a podcast with BJJ Joe and his Eagle Fang buddies. I already know how it's going to go down. (laughs) BJJ Joe is going to invite a lesbian butt scooter that has colored hair that is shaved with a bad belly button tattoo just so he can be diverse. (laughs) He is going to invite a quiet, respectful guard puller who is going to act like BJJ is a respectful, egoless chess match and will refuse to engage in any argument with anyone on the podcast. The quiet guy is deaf a vegan, gluten-free tree hugger whose source of protein is pea powder and soybeans. What the fuck was going on this episode? What are we I talking don't remember. about? <laughs> I don't remember all this. Wait, who was, who was, this is last week's episode. Who was on that episode? Uh, was it Ben? It was Ben and Kat. Yeah. Oh my God, he's totally aping on Ben then. Okay. Um. He will be quiet and antisocial. He's then going to invite the meat. I don't know what he's talking about with this invi- inviting business. Do you remember any of this? No. <laughs> Dude, we really... Are you sure it's last week's episode he's talking about? Yeah, it's called Global yeah, Boiling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, all I can say, Joe, is you're the sober one. You need to remember this because I am so full of stuff. I, I have no idea what's happening. 
Although um, after the whole lesbian whatever scooter thing he said, I wonder if we should kind of nix the rest of this email right now because I could see this not I could see this getting us canceled. <laughs> uh, well, I'll censor it afterwards. That's all. I'll do okay. that. It's okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the guy thinks he could go go plot of the world. He's going to have two arm sleeves and act like BJJ is life. The guy that sleeps in his Lululemons and jerks off to old Gracie videos. The guy that orders Gordon Ryan sweat off OnlyFans to wear his cologne. The guy that practices choke escapes by hanging himself in a shower rod. Jesus Christ. Wow. The meathead is going to call out the ghost in typical meathead fashion. No, he's talking about me. He's not talking about Ben. Okay. No, he's not talking about Ben for sure. Oh, wait. Did you say that you were going to invite a BJJ person on this week? Yes, and I have one here. This doesn't sound like James to me, but it sounds oh, like no, 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 James just no James just came on. Today. No, no, I know, but I'm saying he's probably the ghost is off. probably just listing off the gotcha. types of people that I would imagine you would find. Right. Gotcha. James, he's you are not any doctor. of these people. Yeah, I don't think James would hang himself. You did not hang yourself on a shower rod, nor did uh-huh. you buy Gordon Ryan's OnlyFans sweat. Uh, the meathead is going to call the ghost out in typical meathead fashion. He will claim that he could beat the ghost's ass and step into his world. The quiet guard puller will try to calm the meathead down with a slip of his with a sip of his coconut water. The lesbian will sit back and awkwardly smile at the uncomfortness. The meathead is going to be stroking out, having flashbacks of his antisocial, angry high school days. It's going to be holy sh- hot well, shit. Is it- like hot, well, hot shite, like global boiling shite. Ah, on to the next topic. Joe, 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 Joe. Typhoon jokes. Fuck fish. It's got to feel good to let go and release the real Joe. Stop blue balling yourself. Let the Lex load fly. Sling the meat. No shorts. No filter. Joe, Joe, Joe. So, whoever this is 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 honestly uh, loving loving you. And as far as global warming. It's hard to know what is real and what isn't. Like every day, everything today, everyone has an agenda and skews data to prove whether they're trying, whatever they're trying to prove. So is the data we are going to clean and so is the data we are getting clean and uncorrupted? I don't know. Is it warmer globally than before? Perhaps. In the scope of the world's age through its barely, though it's barely a blip on the radar, I think they said our planet was actually three degrees warmer 2.5 million years ago and have said the planet has warmed like five to six degrees over the past 5,000 years. Humans existed two million plus years ago, and guess what? We're still here fucking shut up. I'm not real worried about the 1.5 degree they are touting. My temperature rises as well as other things. At least three degrees listening to Cat's voice. 1.5 ain't shit. Wow. Kelly, you will definitely tune in next week just to see what Ghost has to say about you. Oh yeah. Well, no, I've already said he wants Kelly to do like some ASMR like NASA porno shit. So sure. Or did you not hear that episode, Kelly? I haven't heard that one yet. Oh, I read that letter out. Oh, I'll have to listen. Kelly has not been listening like she said she does, Joe. How do you feel? Betrayed? Hurt? I don't listen. Wounded. I'm sorry, I've been dealing with some personal stuff. Wait. I'm getting divorced. What's your personal stuff? Oh, good for you. (laughs) It has to do with Alzheimer's. That's all I'll say. Oh, well, you feel like a dickhole now, Joe. 
<laughs> he didn't hear me. <laughs> oh, she brought up the Alzheimer's card, you cock. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Well, now that we've totally ruined our fun time, <laughs> um, we will um end it. End it, I guess. So um well, thanks for your mail. Rod. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's okay gotta run there's not a thing wrong with what you just said and god bless you for claiming that right fuck you dr phil okay (laughs) until next time oh wait does anybody want to share anything i have a feeling that the good doctor would rather stay in anonymity um, but unless you have anything you want to promote or Kelly, do you have any more NASA videos that you, uh, want to promote? You or can anything? find me everywhere at Hey Cosmic Kelly on all social medias. Hello. Doctor. Nothing to promote for me. Thanks for the having good me. The doctor just wants to promote that with the, uh, Barbie Heimer fad going on right now, he'll probably be, uh, he'll probably be pulling Barbie dolls out of. <laughs> that might be true. Maybe. <laughs> or Ken's. Well, better than trying everybody's to pull Kennergy the, lately. <laughs> better than trying to pull the fat man or the big boy out of somebody else's butt from watching Oppenheimer. So <laughs> there you go. All right. Thanks, kids. We'll catch you next time. All right. Take care. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. To cheer, but goodbye with you. a load of crap.